you know, he doesn't want to cut a pound. His body won't let him cut a pound. Well, then you better win the tournament, okay? That's BS. That's bull crap. He's got some, he's got some big balls, man. You zip your lip, you shut your mouth, and you open your ears. That's how you win. That's how you get better. Win, you live, lose, you die. Okay, we're going now, man. You ready? Yeah. Backpoints Podcast. Uh, here to talk about the NCAA wrestling tournament, talk about the lines that were just posted on Sportsbook. It's your host, Tim Foley. We got Brian Muir in studio for the first time, even though it only lives a half a mile away. And then our special guest from Miami, long-haired jiu-jitsu brown belt and former wrestler from the University of Virginia and Northwestern, William Porter Durkee V. And yes, that's his real name. <laughs> Thank you for the introduction. Good to be in studio. It's nice to have you. It's really, really nice to have you. All right, so we're going to start right off the bat. We're going to start with 125. We're going to go ahead and look at the weight class. And uh, Brian Mir, why don't you kick it off? Let's just start with start with the news you dropped earlier today. The bomb, the bomb I dropped. Uh, 125. Can't I say bomb have, on the podcast. Can't say <laughs> bomb, bomb, bomb. Uh, 125. I have. I'm going to stick with him. He's let me down all year. I think he comes through in the NCAA tournament for his third title. Matt McDonough in Iowa takes it. He beats, side note, uh, Jared Garnett in the final. Jared? Gerard. Yeah, I think there's an O in there. <laughs> I think we all need to respect the name. Uh, so you're you're taking McDonough the whole way? Like you're not I'm, even... I'm taking McDonough. You're going to put money on McDonough. You're going to put money on McDonough. And you're going to negate the fact that he was absolutely manhandled. By Jesse Delgado, who is yep. not black. Yep. Okay. Jesse Delgado, who is not black. Um, I think he comes back. He switches the Big Ten result and the dual result. And like I said, he's in Iowa. It's his, his final go. And I think somehow he pulls it out. I mean, I do like that you justified it by putting him in the finals against the only person from that side of the bracket that he's you know, over 50% to beat. Mm-hmm. Like. I I can respect that kind of optimism. I don't see it happening. I don't see him getting past Delgado. I don't see him being able to beat Megalutis or Waters, uh, who would be my two choices to come out of the top half of the bracket. I think you're going to see a uh, Delgado final, uh, either against Megalutis and Waters. I think that's uh, an exciting matchup that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, I think also you have to, you can't, you have to look at David Thorne, what he could do against Alan Waters in the first round. David Thorne, just because of, I don't know that he's necessarily going to be your one of these guys, but he's an upset special. He's a Minnesota wrestler. He's obviously got the uh, bloodline. Yep. Dangerous wrestler. Tough first round match. I don't see him taking well, out Waters. Bloodline doesn't do much when you have a 13-10 and 10 record and haven't had any big name wins in your career at all. I'm trying to think of some other wrestlers who came in to the national tournament with even records. Guys like... Guys like Mark Branch? Mark Branch. Okay. I think he's the only guy in the history. <laughs> yeah. But sort of, one sort of plural. Two, 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 two would be pretty impressive. Two would be pretty impressive. So, uh, early round matchups to watch are, uh, like we said, Waters Thorn. 
Uh, I mean, I think you have to have a look at uh, Nick Soto matching up against 12 seed Tyler Cox. Soto's a tough wrestler, has a win over Garnett this year. Gerard. Um, Gerard Garnett. I didn't give him a first name there. Gerard. Gerard. Right with the Garnett. Um, I think also uh, you've Steve Bonanno from Hofstra, returning All-American, going up against Josh Martinez. Uh, Hofstra wrestlers had a little bit of a rough season, but, um, you know, he's... I think he more had. A, I think he more just had an incredible tournament last year. How about Evan Silver, the uh, late edition, the late edition place in Blair alum. Got a got a winnable first round against Trigus, and then should wrestle Garrett in that second round, and then winner most likely gets McDonough in the quarters. Garrett is a guy who is a dangerous matchup for McDonough. I think McDonough gets past him. And then you got that rematch. Don't you have enough going for you if you already are wrestling for Stanford? And every day you wake up, you're on the campus. Yeah. The farm. Tough to wake up. Tough to wake up. Uh, miserable in his situation, but there's people who can do it. Yeah, he's yeah he's definitely... I didn't realize in high school he was a two-time Beast champ and an Ironman champ. Little known fact, he also was a Makaba what kind Games of, uh, champ. What do you got there? You a little background info? Currently, uh, <laughs> currently, Brian Muir is sweating my uh, research paper on <laughs> the national I tournament. I didn't know we were all bringing notes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he's a stud in high school. I think the highest weight he saw though was like one twelve, maybe. But isn't this about? Isn't isn't this just really about Jesse Delgado's ability to? Put Delgado has there? been on fire. He's he's the hottest guy coming in. Is he honestly. just hot though, or is he just the best? I mean, he could be the best. He could be the best. He's had. I mean, the thing is that Megalutis has had his number besides that last matchup. He reversed that, and Megalutis is on the other side. So that's good for Delgado. I just think that McDonough wins a very close overtime-type match against them. Delgado also had a uh, win over Waters last year in the All-American round. That was uh, the round of, 12, round of 12 matchup last year at 125 after Waters was ousted from the tournament early as the yeah. three seed there lost to... Uh, Pit wrestler. Um, it's all going to come back to Pittsburgh, huh? Yeah. Well, Pit wrestler also had a uh, win over uh, Megalutis earlier this year before being hurt and taken out of the lineup. Was Zanetta hurt? I thought he was just redshirted the whole time. Uh, maybe he was redshirted. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he was redshirted the whole time or not. Well, I'm going to take Delgado. Mirror's got Mick three. McDonough. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Delgado as well. High five. Bye. You get that? That's the zoom mic, baby. Send one. Send us some cash, Zoom. 133. Gonna go ahead and start this time with Will. I need to project my voice a little bit higher, better, stronger. Mirror, uh, Erky. Uh, I mean, Who, who's, your, who's your choice? 33 is pretty much a two-horse race. Um, I mean, you could maybe make an argument for seeing Graf slip into the finals, but I don't think it's likely. I think you're going to see Steber and Ramos in the finals. I think. Uh, Ramos has not shown that he has the ability to score on Stever, uh, so I think you have to take Stever here. I think Stever's going to go home with his his second title as a sophomore. Title? It's Stever, right, or is it Stever? It's Stever. Well, I think it's one of those both ways. Yeah, I think you live in this bubble so long, you just call him whatever you want, and then at at some point, you forget that you might have a real name. I'm pretty sure it's Stever, right? I'd say S T I E. I'm going Stever. Stever. <laughs> I'm going to go with Stever just because that's 
what I've heard him call. I've, I've seen people call him Steber and him not correct it. So oh, okay, I'm gonna stick with Steber. That's what you guys were all hanging out together that one night. Yeah, so you sound, you know, me Stevers, brands. I'm gonna uh, take. I'm gonna take Stever as well, obviously. Shocker. But I am gonna make one notation about his first round match with Brandon Gambucci from Duke. I got a chance to see him at the ACC tournament, mm-hmm. and he was impressive. He did. Look George D. Camillo barely beat him in the finals. George D. Camillo is a fantastic wrestler. He's gonna be an All American, but for our uh, our Wahoos, but. Gambucci is funky, and he's not uh, you know he's not afraid to put you to his back. Got the momentum. Logan Stevers looking forward. He's t- trying to think he'll be the next Kyle Dake, or have the chance to be the next time four champ, four time champ. I mean, can't you see him like overlooking the Duke wrestler? Uh no. I think he sticks. <laughs> I think he. I think he's so good that even if he does overlook him, he realizes. One period in, and he he gets a fall. He gets adjust. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's even close. I think he's got nobody I on think, his side I of think, the bracket. I think Gambucci has a chance to make. Did it. I say Steve was going to win? I meant Gambucci's. Gonna you got Gambucci. <laughs> he's winning the whole thing. Yeah. Gambucci for press. That's a line to make right there. Uh, so I don't think Steve has nobody on his side of the bracket besides if you want to call Dardanes a, a tough matchup for him because he got that win last year, but that's. That's a, a ways in the distance behind us. I think he makes it to the final, no problem. You got Ramos, obviously, on bottom. He thinks he's got going for him. He's got the Iowa home crowd, basically. He's got... A season where he's dominated nearly everybody he's wrestled and has just yeah. put up bonus points left and right yeah. on a level that really... And I think even big tense for him, like, was because he had sat out the after the... Grapple in Madison Square Garden, which I know is probably not the correct name. I think it's Grapple in the Garden. But he 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 was out for a while with that leg injury, so I think it just kind of took him a while to get his train going. And at the end of Big Tens, and I'm not saying he didn't look like he didn't want to be there, but it didn't look like he was having to wrestle his best to win. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't he didn't look sharp. But I got to think it wasn't because he can't be sharp. Yeah, yeah. His takedowns didn't look all that great. Um... The things he's got going against him, I think, is a tougher lower bracket. He's going to see either Morrison or Scotty Senti's in the quarters. Scotty Senti's always has he's always been uh, always taking it up a notch for for the tournament, and he's a tough quarters matchup. He's also going to have to get through Graf again, who Graf was in on a shot to win the Big Ten matchup, and and Steve kind of uh, played defense and, and took him down for the win, but. I think those are two two tough matchups that Steber's not going to see before the final. Um, the other thing is, Ramos got out on bottom, what, 10, 15 seconds he escaped from Steber, and he still lost the match. I think that, that does not bode well for his chances. Absolutely not. And so he's going to have to he's gonna have to replicate that, get out on bottom again, and find a way to take him down. Uh, I just don't see it happening this year. Yes or no, Jordan Conway, All-American. No. Jordan Conway, All-American. Absolutely not. No. Me either. Just asking the question. George D. Camillo, All-American. All-American. Seventh place. This year? All-American? Seventh. Will? I'll buy into that. I'll say he plays at eight. Always got to be that guy. Always he made his first out. All-American as a freshman. True freshman. True freshman. First, he was the first uh, UVA guy to ever be seated. As Is that right? Yeah. Huh. Shout out. <clears throat> 
Moving on to 141. I thought Courtney Kernick went up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kernick listens, so just a little shout out, buddy. So, uh, number one, we got, at 141, we got Hunter Steber. Number two, Kendrick Maple. Number three, Mitchell Mangrum. And number four, or Michael Mangrum. And number four, Mitchell Port. Brian, it is my choice to see who I decide is going to win this national championship. And I'm going with Hunter Steber. Hunter Steber. Hunter Steber. I am. All right. I don't hate the pick. Top seed. Easy guy to take. Oh, uh, I like how... <laughs> so, tough, tough to pick against the one seed. Really going out uh, on a limb there. I'm going to go... I'm going to go opposite side of the bracket, bracket, all the way down to the bottom, Kendrick Mabel. Oh. Yeah. You weren't concerned at all when he kind of... Last year in the semis? I mean, he lost to Montel Marion. You know, that, that match goes either way. Goes Does five it? for five. Did it go five for five, though? Because I think Montel Overtime. Marion mattered. Overtime when... match. Yeah. Um, I think Maple... I think if, if the seeds are reversed and Maple's top seed and Steber's second seed, Mangrum could make a case for beating Steber. He's got wins over in the past, including a fall last year, I believe, uh, for fifth place. So that's not the case. I think Steber has a tough quarters matchup with Dardanes. Uh, he's beaten him in the past, but that's that's a, a tough quarterfinal matchup. Mitchell Port, he's already taken out this year. So he gets to the final. I'll agree with you there. I think I think Maple makes it matchup of undefeateds, and I'm taking Maple. William, um, I think it's a pretty big toss up, but I'm going to be rooting for Maple just so that uh, somebody outside of the Big Ten has a national champion this year. Yeah, I mean, I guess you've got Kyle Dake. Yeah, I mean, you've got Dake and you've got Jordan Oliver, but. I mean, it's really turning into... What, you think you guys have a problem with Big Ten domination? I mean, Big Ten domination, and then, you know, Big Ten, Big 11, Big 12, and call yourself just the big conference, and adding two more teams to go to 14. I mean, what's... Taking Maryland next year? At what point... Taking Maryland and Rutgers. No, they're not taking Maryland next year. Rutgers is next year. Maryland's two years. We're taking Pitt. So next year's ACC is going to be Pitt... And Syracuse, well, Syracuse, God bless them. But Pitt and Maryland are going to be in. So then Maryland leaves in 2014, Pitt will obviously still be there. Gotcha. And then Syracuse and Notre Dame are adding. So maybe if we can get one of you podcast listeners with about 8 to $10 million to blow, if you want to go look up the uh, AD from North Notre Dame? or the Notre, Dame. Notre Dame would be a great school to have a wrestling program back I, at. I feel like Brian Kelly wouldn't want them on the... I feel like it would have been nice if the uh, money earmarked for the Notre Dame wrestling program uh, would have actually made it to the Notre Dame wrestling program, but yeah, you know that might be asking too much. Listening to a, a donor's dying wishes—that's not really in the spirit of college athletics. Talking <laughs> the widow into moving the money from being earmarked to wrestling towards the general fund for the athletic department—that's <laughs> what college college athletics is really all about these days. So let's not go. a conspiracy theory at all, guys. This all actually happened. Yeah, this is all fact. <laughs> Wrestling. And so who's your choice? Steber or Dirty? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Maple just because I'm pulling for an Oklahoma guy to get a title. It's been a while since yeah. Oklahoma's had had a champion. And uh, Any chance a, a uh, any chance a field wrestler takes takes the title here? Well, like we were saying before, or, or anybody who is obviously with Platt Week this week and all you dedicated wrestling fans who ponied up a couple of bucks, 
there was uh, some good insights on all this stuff. And one of the things that we were able to uncover in the Bracket Busters was unseated wrestlers have only made it to the semifinals five times in the last three years. And for some reason, the only two things that all, sh- all that they pretty much all share, they, they all share, they all beat at least one other unseated wrestler. They all had help from some other upset in their quarters side. And four of the five of them beat ODU wrestlers. So I don't Is know. Is that right? It's not causality, but it's there. Hmm. Like, they all beat somebody with an ODU singlet on. The last time that one of the top two seeds has won, all one or two seeds has won, is 1988. John Smith was in the finals that year. That's right. Joe Macchiari. Jersey guy. Go Jersey. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I see I see the two top guys making it. Mangrum's got a possibility of sneaking in there, I guess. If you're a Sakaguchi fan, maybe he makes some noise, but I, I think they both make it through. Okay, but just judging by our... But if you look Sa- at... Sakaguchi's not... Uh, hold on a second. But if you look at our... He he, right. he, he makes it up. <laughs> we just ignore him at this point. I've always, I've always been ahead of my time. <laughs> All right, but if you look at this... If you look at the guys who, run it, who make runs into the finals from even non-one or two seeds, mm-hmm. they usually... You know, it, it's 50-50. They'll either be the person who knocks off the top seed or they'll have somebody else knocked off the top seed. I think one of the... I think one of the the best wrestlers at the weight at 41 is Evan Henderson from UNC. I think he's got every capability of being Mitchell Port. Actually, he's got a win over Steber too. And last year. yeah, and yeah, and so he's somebody who once he gets to that point, but he's you know the thing is he has to be that ODU wrestler. So that that even that bodes well for him too, Chris McCotty. But we're gonna have I think it's gonna be a Hunter Steber, Evan Henderson final. And though I think Hunter Steber is gonna win, I think. There's a really good chance that uh, Evan Henderson. That's that. I think he's the semifinals, and I think yeah. that's his worst semifinal matchup because he's not he's not going to have seen him all that often, except for obviously the loss last year. Just somebody to watch out for. One forty nine is on to Brian. This is your selection. One forty nine. This is this is my chance to talk about Sakaguchi. Uh, Jordan Oliver. Obvious choice. Easy choice. I'm going to say he doesn't win it. What? Yep. I'm going to say one of the two guys below, either Vincent or Chamberlain or Ness, one of the three guys below. God. Ness is uh, Ness is coming on strong. He gave Oliver all he can handle in that national duels. I don't think he makes it to the final. I think Chamberlain does, and I think Chamberlain beats Oliver. All right. I don't think Chamberlain... Is making it to the finals. I don't think Chamberlain's beating Oliver. Chamberlain hasn't wrestled the the caliber opponents that some of the other guys here have seen. Chamberlain's a great wrestler. Hasn't really proved himself against top tier competition yet this season. Um, I mean, he he is a, a returning All American from two years ago. I think he redshirted last year. Um, I I mean, I think. He has a fairly decent draw. I mean, he's got a, a kind of tough second-round matchup against uh, Lester from Oklahoma, who's had a lackluster year but um, was an All-American last year. Um, Those two wrestled in the All-Star Classic? I don't recall. And, you know, and then a, a matchup with Sakaguchi in the quarters. They've seen each other three times this year. 
Um, all very close matches. That's a tough match. Those Chamberlain, Chamberlain's only loss of the years against Sakaguchi, uh, three to two. He beat him in overtime once and beat him three to one once. I think he's got a an interesting road and all that just to get to the semifinals. I mean, this whole bottom half of the bracket, all these guys, any one of the three can make it through, but they all have incredibly tough brackets. I mean, Dylan Ness is going to have to face uh, the winner of Andrew Alton and uh, who's uh, the Missouri wrestler whose last name I can't pronounce. Uh, it's certainly not going to be a second round, an easy second-round matchup for Ness. Uh, Vincent has a pigtail matchup that's not ideal going against Ian Paddock, who's... Uh, Senior from Ohio State who... Fellow New Yorker. Yeah, who happened to uh, find his way into the lineup at the end of the year after... That's I mean, true. I guess, that's being, a, that's I guess a, being a backup to, you know, returning All-American camp to Sari and, you know, end of the year, Paddock finds himself in a Big Tens. Puts yeah, I think the backs are on that, too. Yeah, I don't but, really uh, much about I mean, I, I don't think any one of those three guys has an easy road, um, which, I mean, I think does does a lot to help Oliver's chances just because... Whichever one of those three guys does make it to the finals against him is going to have to have gone through uh, a very, very difficult tournament all the way through. I think Oliver is going to get get to the final with relative ease, and I think he's going to he's going to close out his his senior year with a title. Yeah, I, I got to agree with him. I think Oliver's yeah. pretty much the heavy favorite, and obviously we bet this. Yeah, he is a he is a heavy favorite. I think he is. I think he'll also be wrestling. I think he'll be wrestling Donnie Corby in the semis. I think Donnie Corby beats Osterman, who he's beat before. I think and hurt Cole Von Olin is knocked off by Alexander Richardson, the ODU wrestler, who then loses the Donnie Corby in the two thirty two match, the, the second round match. Moves into the quarterfinals, wrestles either Santos or Grajales. I don't think it's going to matter that much at that point. Knocks them off, goes into the semifinals as the spoiler, and then uh, just gets crushed by Jordan Oliver. I'd like to see Grajales be the surprise semifinalist. Would you? Just, I don't, just to have those. I don't really have much that same connection, although you do know he was the second-ranked recruit mm-hmm. behind David Taylor and in front yeah. of Kyle Dake. Kyle Dake. He, uh, those guys wrestled a bunch of times in high school. I think Gray Halley's actually got... The majority of the wins against Oliver, but I don't think he's got a chance here to even make the semis. Unfortunately, um, he's Oliver's not consistent not, enough, not an easy guy to bet against. But I think the weight's loaded enough that he's not a lock. Wait, how did we not talk about the bottom side of the bracket being just Dylan Ness? I mean, oh, Dylan Ness. Dylan Ness. Is, I like where they set up Dylan Ness and Andrew Alton for that second round. Yeah, that's wild. That's great. That'll Any, be that'll wanna, be a great second wanna, round match. Anybody want to set an over under on points? Yeah, right. On that match. By fall, I'll, I'll say by fall. <laughs> uh, what are we? What are we thinking? Uh, like first period, Dylan Alton 20, catching Ness. Twenty we, points, maybe. We talking to about Andrew Alton coming out, uh, coming out strong and just if, gassing in the first period, <laughs> and <laughs> calling it a day and packing his bag. I mean, I think Dylan Ness is throwing five point moves at the end of the match, no matter what. Yep, I think uh, Alton's got a window of about a period and a half to stick him. Otherwise, he's in big trouble. Because Ness has no, got a motor on. That's that's a big matchup in the team race too for for Alton. Not just to get against Ness, but Alton's got to win a tough first round match against a Missouri wrestler. Um, if Alton finds himself in the wrestlebacks right away, given the way his conditioning has seemed recently, uh, losing first round and being asked to come back and place at nationals is not uh, not something you generally see people do if they don't have the the stamina to to wrestle seven minutes hard 
not just one match, but you know, five, six matches. In you got to think that Kale has spent the last week and a half just working on Andrew Alton and Dill Alton's. But mostly there has. I mean, at this point, their conditioning is going to. I mean, it could just be that this is what their condition. This is their VO two max. Like this is their thing. Like if they're not. But you didn't see that. You didn't see it la- uh, yeah, did. two years out of him. Two years ago when he wrestled, when he's in the lineup. I think they've always had the gassing issues. Yeah, not, I didn't think Andrew Alton did. Not, not Who quite can tell apart, you know? Mm-hmm. One Alton's the other Alton. True. The cops. Sorry, I got Chamberlain. <laughs> 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 when they have to. The Only when they have to. I heard actually that they, I heard they actually got away at first, but they, uh, they gassed and the cops actually <laughs> 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 Started off strong, they started off to strong. 200 meter lead. Yeah, at, at about the mile mark. The sprinters, all the sprinters. He had visions of Montel Mary, <laughs> just collapsed. Uh, Chamberlain, little known fact: Chamberlain has a win against Oliver in freestyle. So take that with a grain of salt. Just I, I, throwing it out there. Not even gonna take it. it. Not even gonna take it. And Oliver kind of he seizes up a little bit in the finals. I think he gets to the finals easily. I don't think he has a tough match until the final, but I can see him going down. You're basing his seizing up on the finals off of Nothing. winning a national title last year but not getting the takedown call in wrestling. Otherwise, a pretty good match. Yeah, but a winning match, a national that, title a match that he dominated two weeks beforehand, three weeks beforehand. I don't know. Jordan Oliver's is fascinating. He's on the same planet as Ruth. 157. Lots of action here. Oh, we know who Willie's taking. And yeah. Willie's up. So. What up, what up, what up? What you got, yeah. Willie? Uh, I got to go with Jason Welch uh, capping off his senior year with a uh, title. Not... Thrilled with his draw. He's definitely got a tough one, but I think he's up to the challenge. Um, I mean, that that top bracket is like, that's like the bracket of death. Yeah, it's not. That's a, the toughest bracket in the entire tournament. If you, if you have it, I, I think that's, that's the toughest. That's it, the, the top path. Bottom the half top, of 74. The top half of 57, the bottom half of 74, and the bottom half of 49 are all, I mean, incredibly tough. But I think Welch will be... Up to the challenge, um, and I think you'll see. I mean, the bottom I, half of fifty-seven is no picnic. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I think St. John's in a in a pretty good spot. I just he's in don't, a good spot, but he's Jesse got, Dong. I don't, Jesse Dong. don't sleep on Jesse Dong. I don't see Jesse. number three seed. He gets knocked off in the quarters a couple years ago. Uh, he's got the twenty ACL. He wrestles from his knees, which, by the way, this whole Virginia Tech wrestling from the knees. I know I'm going to sound like the Virginia Homer, but I, I give the Tech all the credit. They're going to get some criticism here. You cannot. Just sit on your knees and reach. If you have two legs, pardon Anthony Robles. But if you have two legs, you can't be on your knees reaching up to wrestle. That's not you're blocking unless, off your body. Unless, 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 unless you're using it as to engage in ties and actually attack off of it. I mean, water. As soon as the guy stepped forward, they would. The, the water water does the same thing. Water, I, water I'm not a big fan of Waters does the same thing. He does it a little bit. He does it a little bit more aggressively than I've seen Jesse Dong do. Um, but I, I just I, I don't I haven't seen Dong do anything in in his career that makes me believe that he's ready to to knock off a wrestler like Saint yeah. John at the NCAA's. And if you think if you think that he's going to get away with wrestling from his knees against Saint John in Iowa, that's true. Without getting dinged for stalling, he's, it's he's just, tough no enough on the. I, I don't by no means is he the favorite in the match, but it's a it's a upset to watch for. Sure. I, I, I totally agree with the point about DSJ and also in DSJ is going to get his calls in Iowa. I mean, I've got DSJ to win the the whole thing. <sighs> FYI, what about <laughs> FYI? I, 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 have another, I have another question for you. Yeah. That, that is going to be regarding 
what was once regarded New Jersey's finest prospect of all time. And oh, yeah. Is, does, uh, does Scott Winston... Listen, Scotty Winston <laughs> has been battling injuries for... Yeah, he's your hope. You have, years you have another bet against what me. A, what a, what a, Do you have another bet? It doesn't matter. You know why? We're going to slide out Scotty Winston and slide in me, James Green, the four seed. Wait, who, by the way... Is the best. So now you're gonna you're gonna back any <laughs> Jersey pony as long as it's the lead pony. If the lead pony gets hurt, yes, I will back the pony red guy, <laughs> who is James Green. Oh my gosh, what He's hurt. the guy's hurt? Johnny yeah. come lately. The guy's Ooh. hurt. Hey, he, he wrestles half. Remember that? Remember that fourteen hundred, uh, fourteen hundred line I gave you on either mm-hmm. of either Mason. Or, or Winston. Winston placing. Just that's another hundred dollar bet you got going for you. But they had to both enter the tournament, which they didn't. So. No, they didn't. Yeah, we can go back. We can. It's Luckily, a- we have these archives. So, <laughs> um, James M- Mean James Green, I think, is the best wrestler in the in the bracket. I think Mean James Green can beat Jason Welch. I think. Oh, but as of, well, as I, of, I, I, we I, also I, know that Chad Moore can beat me. I, 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 I would like. I would like to see James Green. Against Welch when he doesn't have, you know, a blood timeout every fifteen seconds. To oh, he's got some. That. He's got some uh, uh, wind concerns. There, there's just uh, obviously. I mean, he had that match one in the Big Ten final, and I don't even. Well, know what I, I don't think he had the match one. I think Welch baited him with that. You with think that Welch, turn, and I think he he did a great job. You think um, Welch gave him a takedown to bait him into taking bottom, and then. I mean, James Green put himself on his back, pretty much. I'd have to look up his stats, but Bobby Barnashell from Navy mm-hmm. has got... Barnheisel. Barnheisel? Barnheisel. I didn't even look. I just saw... Bobby oh. Barnheisel. I have dyslexia, okay? The S got moved in front of the H. Hmm. You should talk to Herbert about that. Barnheisel. See what he does. Bobby Barnheisel from Navy is my pick to blow up this bracket. If I had to choose one, it would be him. It's not Scotty Winston. Uh, sorry, Scott, if you're listening. Would you be nice to see a Welch Winston matchup just for old time? It would be. That's the thing about Welch. Welch actually. Macaulay from from Wyoming has had a decent season, though. I think Winston's got a tough one. A tough one first round. If he gets past that, it would be fun to see Welch and Winston go after it. I mean, they were, you know, I think one and two ranked in their weight class yep. coming out of high school together. I think overall, maybe. One uh, I also like I also like Peppelman coming in. Uh, Peppelman's a guy Peppelman being the, the Peppelman being the top side of the I think, of the, I think Peppelman and, and Derringer uh, second round match is going to be is going to be good and I could uh, you know if, if Derringer gets past Peppelman isn't the rule that if you're 157 pounder for Harvard you have to win a national champion in one of the four years that you start <laughs> J.P. O'Connor yeah. although because uh, no, Jansen was 49 Jansen was 49 so is J.P. O'Connor until yeah. he was 57. No, oh, Jansen was 49? Yeah. 2004 Jansen's, you won? Yeah. Uh, that sounds Anyone right. wrestler of the year? He won the... Whatever. In that range. Uh, I didn't choose one, but Jonathan I'm going to... Oh, I'll ahead. choose Jason Welch. You're going Welch too? You guys are just going the same way everything, huh? Love you, Jason. That's cute. So, Joey Napoli, <laughs> Joey Napoli is uh, quietly the third seed. He's got... He's on upset alert against oh. Taylor Walsh. And if he gets past that... He's got either Zilverberg or Ivanov. People are trying to push Zilverberg on me. Zilverberg's tough, man. Zilverberg had a win against Alton in the Big Ten. Zilverberg does not. Zilverberg does not pose a threat to anybody reasonable in this turn. No. Dylan Alton. He's he's a tough. Well, maybe there. I mean, again, if Alton's if Alton doesn't have the gas 
to get through seven minutes? Maybe. Uh, but, I mean, uh, at that same token, uh, Napoli has had an injury this year. Um, you know, He's got I, two big wins. Yeah. Uh, at least. But I know that I know that he doesn't have a whole lot of matches on his record this year. I think he's going into the tournament uh, eighteen and two, so he hasn't wrestled a whole lot this year. I mean, he he did wrestle Welch tough in the in the Midlands finals, mm-hmm. but uh, you know he's been out of the lineup, so it'll be interesting to see you know if if they were able to get him healthy and and kind of treat him you know treat his injuries properly throughout the season and have him ready to go. I mean, I like to think that uh, Coach Santoro is probably, uh, you know, on top of this and knows what's going on. So if there's a way to have Napoli ready, uh, I think Santoro is going to do it. I think he's one of the, the most underrated coaches out there. And Yeah, I'm not arguing I, I would love to, I, I would love to see a Northwestern Lehigh final at uh at yeah that'd be cool seven. just to get just to get like kind of like academic schools engineering yeah, I, I mm-hmm. think engineering a school against mm-hmm. like a liberal arts school where nobody learns anything well uh, Jed Moore for that matter the next question Moore to ask though uh this question is directed at at Mr. T.R. Foley here yeah mm-hmm. is that's with, Timothy Ryan by yeah, the way with uh with Welch uh already accepted into journalism school next year at Northwestern uh I can't remember where, I don't think it was Northwestern I think it's maybe Loyola uh, but are are you at all concerned about him, you know, coming in and starting to try to you know push you out of the uh, wrestling? More than being concerned about it, you know what I am? I'm excited. I excited. need I need, you need to get pushed. I need a companion. I need someone to I need someone to go that direction. And not to mention, I'm a little flattered. Hmm. I'm a little flattered because you got to think that I mean, obviously, on the periphery, it's got to be something he thought about, you know, because he saw what I've been able to do. And I, I, mm-hmm. you think he looks up to you, maybe? He likes a lot of my posts on Facebook. I can, uh, <laughs> I can, I can, I can give him a call right now and ask. You get a guest appearance. Ask, ask how he's feeling and ask if you're his inspiration to get drilling. into journalism. I'd like to see uh, Welch is my favorite guy in the bracket. I'd like to see him win. I mean, he's he's the most exciting wrestler in the bracket. I can think, he, and he's can he beat? It's cool John? that he's been excited. He's been exciting for four years. Like yeah. lots of guys, like are exciting. And then, if, if it's a St. John Welch final, does he does he have a chance against St. John? Yes. I mean, I, I like to think this is the time for him to get over the hump. There's nothing at, at this point. There's, there's nothing no holding pressure. back. He's already lost. Yeah. I mean, he, I think he's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't last think he's beaten him before he lost him three times last year. I don't. There's no pressure at that point. Yeah. I mean, I think he's. I think he's going to listen to some Radiohead before he goes out and like get all salty with it and just go. I want to let those two things. He'll be relaxed. Him. He's going to have to get past James Green, which is not. He just I did mean, that in Big Ten I, Finals. I think uh, one. I think one, James, one. I think James Green is going to have a tough road. Uh, just I mean, Barnheisel second round. Apparently, Fleming is hurt. Kyle Kyle Bradley from Missouri, who beat St. John, is his first round match. Majored him. So you've got you've got him first round against a tough Missouri wrestler. The Missouri wrestlers are always ready to go seven minutes. You've got him second round against. Bobby Barnheim. That was a weird Mabel, side. Is that just who, because of... Who's coming in. And after that, you're going to have him up against either the winner, probably, of Jed Moore, who beat him at the Vegas tournament, or James Fleming from Clarion. Fleming's who tall. Has, beat anybody. Who has a really unique style and a really difficult and top, top game. Word, word is and, that Fleming's hurt. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, well, your boy Welch is Dylan Alton in the, in the quarters. Yeah, he does. Who he's lost to. He has. Alright, 57's right. dragging us down. Sorry, dragging us down. Guys, people are, this is only so far of a drive for other people in Iowa. They're going to be listening to this tomorrow as they drive in. We are going to be listening to our own podcast as we drive from Chicago to Des Moines. 
You ever seen that Aziz Ansari? I'll be listening to it on the plane to Vegas, but... Uh, as we all have covered before, Brian Muir, a one percenter, he'll be in Vegas for the weekend before going. I think to the one percenter in the room is to my right here. <laughs> he'll he'll, he'll be TV. You'd be able to see what I'm talking about. He'll but. be Brian Muir will be in <laughs> Vegas for a weekend before heading to Bali for two weeks. I'm sorry, Bali and Thailand. So that's all we need to say, really. That's gonna blow me out for two years. <laughs> Credit card bills. Should we save sixty five to the end? Oh yeah, save sixty five to the end. Seventy four. It's like in, in some ways, Chris Perry. I mean, th- this has got to be the most open. It's just so open. Weight class open. in the tournament. I mean, there are all I mean, year, all year. It's been I'm, just. I mean, there are seven or eight guys in this weight class that I don't think people would be surprised to to see in the finals. Uh, it's just a lot of a lot of talented wrestlers that are all very, 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 very close with each other. I think the especially with the results at the Big Ten tournament, with Storley having a miserable weekend and falling into the sixth seed, uh, makes the bracket really interesting. I think Matt Brown was the beneficiary of a fantastic draw in the weight class, which obviously for Penn State's title hopes is absolutely huge. And I think I think you'll see. Matt Brown make it at least to the semis, where we'll see the winner of Storley and Evans. Um, and then up top, I think you'll see Perry into the semis. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, be rooting for Josh Asper from Maryland to make the semis. Yeah, he's really he's kind of one of those wrestlers that really kind of wants to win for whatever reason. He's got I, that I aesthetic. See, mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd like to see I mean, more really ACC like, guys in the finals. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see you know I'd like to see uh, Garnett. You know, maybe make the semis at 25. See Asper make the semis. I, I don't think the ACC really has anybody. Well, the quick aside is here is the direct the direct comparison you're going to have to make this year is between the ACC and the MAC. The MAC had all the the pickups from Missouri, and so what they were able to do this year is before before the wild cards were announced, it was 33rd. I think after wild cards, it was pretty close, like 34, 32 maybe mm-hmm. for the MAC. So. What, what, what you're going to have now is you're going to say, okay, well, look at the MAC. This is what they got. How many produced? Look at the look ACC. at ACC. I mean, really How many produced? Who, who Realistically, the bottom that? ten of the ACC aren't going to do anything. But the top you were just talking about uh, the Duke kid, Gabriel yeah, Bucci. Yeah, he's won two matches title. or something. Besides, besides winning the national title, besides that one thing. But the, these are the guys that you have to watch out for. Those top fifteen guys. Okay, let's say like. How many All Americans is is the ACC going to be able to produce as compared to the MAC, and how many national champions is the MAC going to be able to produce in I mean, addition think, to the All Americans? I think the MAC probably is is a favorite in terms. Of They're the probably set up better this year. Well, well I mean, you've got, I mean, you've, yeah, but I mean, you've got I mean, you've got two number one seeds coming out of the MAC. Then you have a number two seed in, in Bennett. Yeah, I mean, there's I mean. They have Central Michigan and Missouri are, are two tough programs, especially Missouri this year. The, the highest seed, the highest seed at ACC wrestling. Like at some point, I'm not saying we're, to the, we're not to critical mass at this point, but at, at some point in the future, when we start talking about the ACC being a legitimate wrestling community or legitimate, oh, I, mean, wrestling, I think you're going to see they that need to they need to produce all Americans every year, and they need to produce national finalists every year, and not to put the onus all on one team, but if Virginia Tech's going to be the big swinging. In that conference, they got to start wrestling in the postseason. Virginia they did last year. Virginia with Virginia Tech with Virgin, P- Virginia they had two Tech All Americans. Fi- yeah, but they finally put together an All American. They had no, they had no All Americans right. before that. Right, but 
or they had one. They had kind of like Rutgers in that respect. But I mean, they they've they've made a steady climb. They have you know their best wrestlers redshirting this year, and. They've no, got, I'm not saying that's not know, the case. They, they've got they're they're posed to have, but it came down to heavyweight for them to win the ACC tournament when they were facing as, as a number, as a tournament ranked number ten team, dual team ranked number seven, and they they came down to the heavyweight match to beat a Virginia team who's 23rd in the country if you look at sort of tournament points and a little higher when yeah, it comes that, to that, and, that, and Virginia. That, that they, they beat them. That completely has to do with with balance versus you know talent in certain weight. Classes. What I'm saying is, I mean, if, if think, they have five guys ranked in the top ten, yeah, so I think they did. They need to be I able think, to produce. I, I think. I yeah. think you're going to see Virginia Tech coming away with. I think they get three or two, four. I think at least Americans. two All Americans this year. I think you're going to see them with, you know, with three or four. And the ACC so. has been. They've been producing All Americans in the past couple gets, of years. Uh, they, they just pit, haven't had get, the national finals. They get Pitt next year, which is going to be big. I mean, and not to mention the ACC. Now, also, you have, you know, you have Anderson, Evan Henderson from North Carolina is young. You've got well, all three of those guys: Evan Henderson, Joey Ward, and Kreiser are all yeah. freshmen. All freshmen. Joel Camille is a freshman, sophomore. Devin Carter coming back is huge I mean, next you've year. Got, you've got he's, a, such, he's a top three guy. You've, right you've off got the bat. a lot of really young talent in the ACC right now, and even if they don't outperform the MAC this year, I think they're positioned to to really start outperforming when you add in when you add in Pitt next year. Yeah, I think it helps. I think it helps Pitt's program. To be out of the EWL and in the ACC, I think it helps the ACC. Sun don't shine in Pittsburgh, man. You got to get down south, see some sun rays. Oh. It's a terrible city. So, t- just oof, just kidding. I'll edit that out. The <laughs> a lot of a lot of a lot of listeners from Western Pennsylvania. <laughs> love y'all. Love y'all. So the Yens. Yeah, love Yens. Let's get some minglings after this, guys. Um, if you look at the rest of the, I agree with you. I think Asper can make it through. Bobby Kokash kind of let me down. I love you, Bob, but you left me down. Um, Kokesh reminds me of a giant Brandon Prieston, by the way. Like, yeah. He just... Just bad uh, shots, but yeah, he finishes. Bad shots, wrestles, like, spends his whole match in somebody else's front Kokesh headlock. Kokesh is all about matchups. Yeah. I think he takes out Asper, actually. I think he gets the semi. He could give Chris Perry a go in the semi. I'm going to say Perry beats him, makes the final. I, th- I think you're going to see it. I think you're going to see Perry in the finals, and from the bottom... Um, I'm going to be rooting for uh, for Logan Storley, I think, but uh, wouldn't be too upset to see see Matt Brown in there. A superhero, know. man, he's a superhero. Yeah, you know what? Penn State doesn't really need to have yes that many finalists in a row. The, you know, it's a it's it's a false in, in other sports. Traditionally, we've always said like, oh, parity matters, and we want parity. We want to be able to have like a bunch of good football teams, right? And it's this weird, like, perception thing where we think we want parity, but actually we enjoy domination more. I, I kind of wouldn't mind seeing, like, a Penn State run of domination. It's one of those kind of things yeah, that... Yeah, I think you want to see your team win, but it'd be as close as possible. Yeah, the horse race would be an interesting thing. I mean, having it locked up last year going into finals was You want it to be exciting. I think Storley comes back big. Storley-Evans in the quarters is a huge match. Storley's beaten twice this year. Evans mustache. Who knows what's on there? You got Todd Porter sneaking in, maybe with Brown. That's a that's an upset. To, to I think Todd to Porter maybe. beating Chris Perry has a lot more to say about Chris Perry on that day than it does about Todd Porter overall. Because he gave up. Because he beat him the next week. By Todd four. Porter also beat half. He's got a win over Heflin. He Heflin, beat uh, Perry the next time, but it wasn't. It was a one point match that Perry got a late takedown. Winners win. Winners win. Uh, Big time wrestlers. Except for the first time in wrestling, <laughs> where he got majored. Um, 
So you're probably going to see Blanton and Brown on the bottom quarter. I think Evans comes out. I think Brown comes out. And I think Evans beats Brown to make the final against Perry. What? Yep. Good thing you're not getting... You're not, you wouldn't get it right home. If that happened. If you predicted it right, I wouldn't even bring you home. I called Brown to win the Big Ten title. I think I, don't, I, think I was the only one to do it. And uh, he, he did. I was kidding, by the way. I know you called him. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think it's an Evans-Perry final. In Iowa, with the mustache, with the black and gold there, I take Evans. You're such an Iowa apologist. What am I apologizing for? I don't know Wait. if you're picking all these Iowa guys to win tournaments. That yeah. Just I think they got three champs this year. I'm just saying, though. So they go from zero champs at Big Ten. They got two three champs. Three champs at NCAAs. They got two champs. I'm calling for three. I think they get two. Interesting. Brand's paying you off or something? Can we, uh... Can <laughs> I we, can't. I cannot. Can we, uh... I can I'll, neither confirm nor disconfirm. <laughs> what kind of, uh... What kind of line are you taking that, uh... Over-under for one and a half champs at Iowa? What are you asking? Uh... None of them are... None of them are favorites, so I'd have to be... I'd have to get a little bit of odds to do it. Mm-hmm. Over one and a half, I would say plus 400, probably. Plus four. I would need plus 400 to take that. You got McDonough is a third seed, St. John second seed, Evans third seed. Nobody else. Well, Ramos I guess could maybe sneak in there, but not likely. Mm-hmm. Ramos is a two seed. He's a two seed. We, he, the chances of winning we've already discussed uh, are, are not so, fair. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, so I'll who, are, who are our choices? Anyway, we're, we're getting we're off on a tangent. Who's your choice to win then? Again, Mike Evans. Evans. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. The Mike I Evans from Iowa. From, from University of Iowa Hawkeyes. I'll give you 150. What does that mean? I, I'll take the field. 150. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the official line <laughs> at this point with you next to me. Uh, uh, I, I, I would not bet on any single person winning this weight. Maybe. I think your your favorite, just because of where he's at, is probably Perry, I think. I think the the... That's unless our boy, boy Fauci comes through. I think out of the top four guys, three of them are in the bottom of the bracket. And then you got Evans, Storley, and Matt Brown. And then you got Perry up top. Kokesh, I like him. I don't think he's going to get it done. All right, so we're beating 74 to death. Yep. Let's move on to 84, and Planet Ruth. Just what kind of skip over 84 and... Before, all right, so Ed Ruth wins 84. 97. No, what kind of odds would you give me if I can pick the All-Americans in order at 174? I'll give you 8 to 1. 8 to 1? So, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's low. That's that low. Way low. So actually pick from 1 in order. I think it's probably 25 order. to 1. Yeah, I, I would think it's got to be at, this weight at least 25. At 174. At 174 to correctly oh, 174? Yeah. in a row, the 8 placers in order. That's a great game I mean, to do that. I, it's really hard. Uh, we'll, we'll give it a shot later. All right, 184. 184, Planet Ruth. I've heard, I, I mean, obviously I think we're all taking Planet Ruth. The other one that people are wondering, oh, the winner of Steinhouse Bozak could give him a tough match. I don't know. I think that if you're waking up Friday morning and you're Steve Bozak and you got to go through the, as Brian Muir likes to call him, the well, bear Jew. We both do. <laughs> if, if, if Bozak's going through the Bear Jew at 478, the batch number for the bound number for Friday morning, I mean, to think that so quickly he's going to have to turn around and somehow beat Ed Ruth, who probably in his quarterfinal, ah, he could wrestle Chris Chianuma, a very Chris Chianuma, athletic, 
Very right? athletic. He's yeah, he's black. Um, he's very athletic. He's very good. Josh Enan can't really do it. Josh Enan got tech fall by him this year. So I don't know. I, I think Edwards could. I think he's going to mosey through his Friday morning match. Be kind of just prepared to to wallop on somebody, whether it's Bozak or Steinhaus. I mean, I think of the two of them, Bozak's going to give him more trouble. I think Bozak is uh, is the guy to beat him if he gets beat. I think Bozak's he's had Steinhaus' number in the past. It's always been close. Bozak has always won. He gets past Steinhaus again. And their last match, Ruth didn't really run away with it. Steinhaus was basically his first match back. Basically his first competition back this year. Kept it somewhat close. I think he gives him a, a match in the semis. Odds are Ed Ruth gets it done and, and gets to the finals and gets his second title. Uh, bottom side, Hamlin. Who knows what's going on with him. It sounds like he's pretty pretty injured. Got like a hit pointer. Yeah. Ben Bennett's undefeated. He's been just wrecking fools all year. Minus his conference that. tournament. He's been winning some tight matches. He's been winning he's doing his... Doing it consistently. Conference yeah. tournament, he's... He had two tight matches. But before he's that, he's got a run of... I mean, I mean what's his tech fall to, and fall number no, this year? But, it's I mean, when you, look at, when you look at some of the, his matches, I mean, he won a two-to-one two to one match against Hamlin in the Midland final. Yeah, but that's, that's Hamlin. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is, but he's had some other close matches. He went 1-0 with uh, the Maryland kid, Sheptok. I think Sheptok Shep wins, tough, I think Shep wins the rematch. Sheptok is went, tough. He went 1-0. He's my chum. He's my chum, my finals chum for... Uh, for Ed Ruth. I think it's, that's what he's going to get. He went 1-0 like against the I like, I the like taking Sheptock. He went 1-0 against the Kent State kid. Uh, yeah, no, he's had close matches, but, I mean, a lot of his matches, let's call it 70% yeah. have been... I mean, it comes down to who he can turn on top. If he turns you with, with the he's legs... He's a beast, in. strong beast of a human. So is Sheptock. Yeah, it's, it's going to be... Oh, I mean, I think, I think Bennett, Bennett, is, Bennett is in an absolutely... Beautiful position. I, I don't understand how they put Hamlin at three seed no. after defaulting out of his conference. But that's tournament. that's the whole thing. Like, makes no sense to how me. do you, how just, you make him that way? But then I, Storley wrestles has a, just has, has a bad moment and he drops the six. Yeah. Storley actually loses and yeah. and drops the six. Maybe that's what what they're looking at. But yeah, it doesn't make sense to me either. But I mean, again, it's like why do you why would you wrestle? Why do you, want, why do you want to set the precedent of? You know, of of wrestling, you know, of of being able to default out of a tournament and keep your seed. I mean, why? Exactly. Then, then I, that's no what sense. you should do. I mean, yeah. that's what you I should mean, do. I mean, there's just there, there's no reason. There's there's absolutely no right. Like if Storley just defaults out of the Big Tens, is he the first seed? Is he the top seed? No, but if Storley defaults or after second his, seed, if Storley defaults after his first loss, he goes in probably as the. I mean, hell, it's probably, hard to imagine he could go in much lower. Yeah, I mean, I think he he couldn't go in lower. Yeah, um, I mean, well, he, he lost to Heflin in the yeah. Big Tens. I thought it was possible he'd get seated below Heflin. Yeah, I mean, but again, I just, I just think it's, it's a little bit ridiculous to put, you know, returning national champion Steve Bozak on the same side of the bracket as returning national champ Ed Ruth. I agree. And to put Steinhaus, who's Steinhaus has been great this year, put together a great season. You know, two time returning All American, I believe. No, one yep. time, two time, two I time. You, I think you get two. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, put those four guys on the same side of the bracket, and put an injured Robert Hamlin where you don't know where he stands. I mean, maybe he's healthy, and that's where he belongs. But I, I think it's just ridiculous to have both Steinhaus and Bozak. I think that the, caliber of wrestler to put them at four or five and give 
Hamlin the three seed after defaulting out of, of his conference tournament. I just don't. I don't. I don't see how the seeding committee rewarded rewarded Hamlin with that. And I think it. I think it makes for a a bracket that doesn't. You know, that isn't isn't quite isn't quite optimal for yeah. the fans and for the wrestlers. Yeah, it's a total. It's a you total know, crusher. Ben Bennett's earned the second seed. I think. I think Absolutely. that much is is fair. I think you got. I, mean, I think. A, I think a Bosak. I think a Bosak Bennett match in the semis to find out. Yep. You I know, agree. Who's getting to the finals? Should have gone Bozak, number three, Steinhaus, or <clears throat> Hamlin, four five. Yeah. Okay. Now, we're moving on to. Wait, so who's your choice? Uh, <laughs> you have Ed Ruth or Ed Ruth? I'll go Ed Ruth. Um, so 197, we've We have top seed Dustin Kilgore, Dustin, two seed Quentin Wright. 197, you have the one of the best national finals, finals matchups that we've had in years. And nobody's mm-hmm. talking about it because everybody's focused on. Oh, it. so yeah. I, I, said, I wrote in that article that this is the best match in the tournament. This, well, they're both they both they, they both have more than ten pins. Yeah. They're they're both they're both big move guys. More opposite styles, right? And but they're both big moves. I and mean, they're yeah, both both able big, to yeah. get. They both somewhere. don't hold back. Yeah, right. But, I mean, and, but, but before, where Kilgore's a little more straightforward, uh, Wright's going to throw more, you know, like uh, Dylan Ness type moves at you. I wonder if Kilgore's. I'm not saying Kilgore can't, but I mean, I wonder if Kilgore can't. I mean, can he stop those? I guess I'm asking that. Can he stop that kind of big move stuff? We don't Unless really know. I mean, Matt Wilkes couldn't well, in their I mean, second matchup. Yeah, but I mean, it, it'll be it will be interesting to see uh, see that matchup. I mean, you've got Wright's got to get past get past Wilkes first. They're one and one on the year. I mean, the All Star match obviously didn't count towards the season records, but nonetheless, it's a victory over him. Wilkes has shown that he can go with him. And even on the top side, Kilgore's closest match of the year came against the four seed Hernandez from Wyoming. Yeah, five to four match. Didn't see the match. Don't really know how it went. Only saw. I think he got taken know, down once only, in the match, but he, only, he it was only saw controlled. the numbers. Yeah, don't know much about it, but I know that that was pretty much his only really close match of the year. I mean, he had a close match with Wilkes. I think uh, you know another two point match. Um, so I think it'll be. Uh, I mean, I hope that that matchup. I hope that they both make it into the finals. I think it'd be great to see two, you know, two former national champs, you know, squaring off in their seats. Yeah, season. I think it'll be fantastic, especially because it'll be it'll happen pretty quickly. I mean, obviously you're gonna start at 74, 84, 97, and all of a sudden people who are so used to seeing uh, slow big guys as soon as they turn on television. This, so is like, no, this is another number one seed for the Mac, by the way. <clears throat> it is. That's true. Yeah. But you're gonna get you're gonna get a situation where people who are watching at home are gonna be like, "What the hell is going on? These are mm-hmm. huge humans." Because heavyweights are compelling, but as we've seen, like the most you know the most popular division. Yeah, but no, in- nobody wants to watch Don Bradley and Gerard Trice play patty cakes and then flip a coin. <laughs> right. Like nobody you, wants to watch that. No, but you want to watch guys go at Unless it. Unless it's Galagayov. If it's, it's Galagayov and Bradley who are gonna throw punches, it's then people are gonna watch. I mean, I, but they're I, the same side, aren't they? No. No, they're not. If I mean, it isn't me and Gallagher and Brad, we'll get to that in a second. But look, Kilgore, Quentin, it's going to be massive. I mean, you're going to have a massive turnout. It could be, It could be at that point, it could be Penn State, Penn State. Everyone's already yeah. talking about the end final with Dake versus another Penn State wrestler. I mean, it's going to be easy for the announcers to talk about it. It's going to be easy for people at home to say, this is cool. Because you're going to see enormous humans getting thrown around on the mat. 
And by the way, side note, is it 97? I really, I really hope we're not jinxing this into like... I know. It's a one-to-one match going to overtime. I'm just hoping they both it's a Blake Ro- I mean, It's a Blake Ross Quinn Wright's got to worry about... Michael Burak final. Uh, like, oh, God, Quinn Wright's got a couple guys on the bottom that he's got to worry about. I mean, Wilps, Wilps is really tough. I saw Christian Boley do a... Schiller, Schiller's tough. I saw I mean, Christian Boley do a he's uh, Schiller from a, hand, from a headlock. He's he's handled he's handled uh, Schiller so many times. I don't see that being a problem. I mean, there are some some interesting ma- first round matchups here. I mean, you talk about Christian Boley last year came in as what the three seed. Uh, you know, this year unseeded against the ten seed Schiller in the first round. Mario Gonzalez from Illinois, who's had uh, you know I don't know what's been going on with him this year. Whether it's been injuries, uh, just. A down year, but you know, possibly, he was a, a, possibly a flash in the pan candidate. Yeah, I mean, he uh, you know he was a Big Ten champ last year, didn't place at nationals, fourteen and seven on this year. Um, you know, but he'll be if he win. He has a pigtail matchup against Cornell wrestler. He's dangerous. Who's very funky. Who will put up a lot of points or end up on his back. It's kind of one or the other. Um, and then he goes into uh, Iowa State's best. Uh, he best wrestler coming off the loss of his dad, Willie Gadsden. That's, that's tough. I mean, that's What's like, that? you know, he just lost his father, obviously. Uh, Gadsden did. So it's kind of one of those tough, it would be a tough scenario for him. You know, he's going to obviously have to deal with, he's going to have to deal with that emotional pressure. Who knows if he can take that and drive it t- towards good or whatever, but obviously everyone uh, has him in this. You've got two beer acts. Can we, can in we the, at least talk the about the fact that uh, Kevin Jackson got his contract renewed? I mean, are we just going to not mention that? Like, well, you just did. Yeah. Kevin well, Jackson got his contract renewed. We're talking about comments, it. concerns. I think that when you have an athlete, okay, I think, I think, he, I think it's like. Let me, let me just say this. I think. I think one of the things you have to realize is that in an athletics program, when you are managing coaches and you're managing athletes, you have to manage your expectations accordingly. I think he came into a situation several years ago where the team had been gutted and now he's getting his wrestlers into their third and fourth years he hasn't a candidate that we all can agree is, he might not he's not outside of a national yeah. finalist candidate hold on just a second let me just let me build let me build the structure let me build what they're thinking his kids are performing in the classroom they're still getting donations he's well supported by the alumni that's what you're talking about. I mean, they might not be if, super if successful. If he's well supported by the alumni, and then they're he only got a two year contract extension, not a four or a ten. Or I think he just, gets two years. It's I like the NFL. You can't you can't get a picture of what a guy's doing in Kevin Jackson is three years. Absolutely, positively, one hundred percent beloved. The guy's some of the best the wrestlers, wrestlers like in the world. I, I understand that. Mark uh, Mola Wall. I'm not. I'm not. I'm Daniel not, Cormier. I'm both these guys. Really I'm just. He's getting recruits. It's. A, I think it's the type of deal where maybe he brings in some different looks. I just at wonder, like, assistant how much, coach, how well, much, how much time you get. And I mean, talking about dealing with a gutted program, Kevin Dresser did a pretty good job turning around a gutted program, and not just. I mean, an absolutely gutted program at Virginia Tech. It's not unheard of for that to happen for coaches to be able to turn around, turn it around. You know, in a short period of time. And when you're talking about the tradition that Iowa State has, the recruits that they have gotten that were still there, they just—I mean—they've underperformed. And I think it's—he did a good job with Reader a couple years ago. He's—I think—I think he gets two years. 
I mean, yeah, they, they blanked on all Americans last year. It was this big, like, oh my gosh moment. But maybe that dip I mean, is look building up to something bigger. I mean, he, he, I don't know, the guy, I don't know. I mean, he, he also had a, re- a recruit back out on him. That would have been huge. Yeah. Um, McCau- or, uh, McCauley. Yeah. Destin McCauley. So, maybe his fault, maybe not. And maybe, maybe he, only, he only got Destin McCauley. From after, I don't think that after McCauley backed out from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I also think it's interesting to look at it from the perspective right. of, and this is probably a little touchier issue, but race. And we don't have a lot of black head coaches, and I think it's not a bad thing for us to have black head coaches. I think that between it's him and Sean Charles. And so we, it's we him, kick, Sean Charles, and you're, you're, playing, uh, you're playing the race card. You, you, Carl kick, Adams. you kick out Bobby Douglas. <laughs> and so the response to that when Kale jumped ship is to bring in. Kevin Jackson, and then try to you know justify holding on to him. No, but I mean he also, right, right, he also right. recruits a lot of he also recruits a lot of minorities. If you, I mean, if you were to I throw understand. if you were to throw one guy in there instead of Jackson, who would it be? Sammy Hansen, Mark Perry, Terry Brands. Right, How great so would that be? Three, <laughs> three very good alternatives. I mean, the fact that none of these three guys has head coach. I mean, Mark Perry. Perry, is give still, me a year or two. That's the other thing. That's the other thing I heard is on the back channels. Iowa State had asked Perry if he'd be interested, and he had said no. No, so they gave him the extension because they they figured they just want Perry or to see how the Jackson thing's going to play out. Yeah, I think Perry's going to be. I mean, I think two years isn't Indiana, a long time. I think two years. There's going to be a couple of big coaching. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not putting any figures. I'm not saying Kevin Jackson should be out there. Look, I, I think I think everybody was a little shocked because they kind of expected it was going to come down to this year. And I'm just surprised the timing on it that it happened before the national tournament. And, I mean, there are certainly other coaches that... Well, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it. Show some confidence in them before the tournament. Right. Uh, Side note on 97, uh, Scheidel from Binghamton's nasty. Mm -hmm. But that Connor Hartman kid, for whatever reason, is pretty good. That lower bracket's tough. I I just hope that Wright gets out of it and gets to the final. Um, Campolitano up top has given Kilgore maybe the closest match he's had all year. False, but he did give him one close match. I think it was a three-point match. It was. What was the Hernandez wrestled, match? They wrestled a couple times. Right. Uh, I, mean, I mean, what's his closest match all year then? Coker had a five to four against Hernandez and a four to two against Wilkes. Okay. So run for run. Well, it's easy when you got the internet in front of you. <laughs> it is. Um, this makes is not coming off the top of his really, head, by the yeah, way. It makes you sound really smart, <laughs> though. Until I until I blew you up. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, uh, one of the early matches to watch for. Two beer acts in the in the bracket. Who places higher? Ooh, uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Mike Burak, just returning All-American. Uh, I mean, I like the way... Uh, Tough placement for Iowa there, because I think, I think Nathan Burak could make a few upsets, but he's not beating Kilgore. No, he's certainly not. But he You knows. know, if he's thrown in, if he wrestles Hernandez first round, I, I could see him winning that match. I mean, he, he drops down and he'll have... Uh, he has a pigtail. Yeah. Uh, interesting. If Micah Burek drops his... Yeah, I was just about to say this. If, if Micah Burek drops his first round match, you could see the two of them wrestling to get into the round of 12. I mean, obviously a lot of uh, a lot has to happen for for that match to take place. But it is possible. would be... Would a, be interesting Burak, to see there a Burak on Burak match. What's the last? What's the last set of brothers to wrestle no, the national no, tournament? No, Burak would have to. Are lose. they brothers? Actually, they are brothers, right? Yeah, of course they are. What's the last set of brothers to wrestle at the NCAA tournament? I don't know. 
How about that? No. If Pura, if they both lose first round, they're going to meet up in the Friday, the second session of Friday morning, the round of 16. Not the round of 12. No, to get into the round of 12. Oh, to get, you said get in. Yeah, to get into the round of 12. Um, let's move to heavyweight. The blind on Don Bradley is plus 200 to win it all. Do you like this line or do you not like this line? I like that line. I think it's plus 170. Did it change? It might have moved. I like plus 170, and I like plus 200. I think he's got a much, you know, he's on his seed helped him out tremendously. He's on the opposite side of the two guys that are capable of, not that Hanky couldn't beat him or McMullen couldn't necessarily beat him. I'm, I'm going to be greedy in this bracket and hope to see a Mike McMullen against uh, Gilligayev final so we can have some exciting matches at heavyweight. And I'm obviously a bit of a, bit of a homer pulling for McMullen, but... He's an exciting wrestler. He moves, tries to actually... Has he wrestled Hanky this year? Takedowns. Take no, I don't think he has wrestled Hanky. Uh, I'll take him. Has he wrestled Bradley? Yes, he wrestled Bradley in the All-Star. Oh, that's uh, right. Got beaten pretty handily, I think. Um, you know, but I would love to see Galagayev come out on the, the bottom side. I just don't think he's going to beat Nelson. Nelson stuck him in the How last How are you going to bet against the Minnesota heavyweight... At nationals, that's what they do. I mean, plus two hundred. That's a, that's enough of a line to take a chance on Bradley. He's going to get to the final, I think. Um, I, I really think Nelson should have been the top seed, but it's just me. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Bradley Nelson. I think Nelson wins in the final. I mean, what what's your what's your reasoning for seeing? I mean, for. Nelson being the one seed. Nelson, Nelson did lose to Bradley, but Bradley lost to Galagayev. Right, I mean, but Nelson's so beaten twice. You know, they I mean, round, so they kind got, of round robin. But you got, you got, yeah, but you've got two one-loss wrestlers in this bracket. You, you have two choices for the one seed. Yeah, you've got and Bradley and you've got Nelson. But the head-to-head matchup that year is Bradley beating Nelson. There's really no argument here. They got this one right. There's. I don't know. When you, I'd like when to you see have, Nelson when you have top. Two, when you have, champ. Yeah, but you, you have two one-loss guys on the year that are going to be the one and two seed. Head-to-head criteria has to be the one that has to be the one that matters. They're it's really, important. But who's got better wins? Ones. Who's got better wins this year? Uh, I mean, they they both have wins over over the same caliber of competition. They've both beaten. Uh, they've both beaten Galagaya. I mean, Nelson's Nelson's had a tough stretch for the last couple of matches, and he also stuck Galagaya. He didn't he didn't just beat him. But, I mean, that's He's been more dominating That's just because Galagayev doesn't and Bradley's didn't, didn't the know about the half Nelson, okay? <laughs> he didn't know that it was... He did look right into it. Like, the, no clue. Nelson hasn't, hasn't made a decision. John, John Smith just kind of assumes that when his wrestlers get to Oklahoma State, they know to turn away, to look away and peel the hand in a half Nelson. He didn't think that he would ever have to go over that kind of technique with his third-ranked wrestler in the country. <laughs> I'm sure, they, knows, I'm, I'm been, sure they've addressed been working that. Working on it all yeah, week. I'm sure they've addressed that issue. <laughs> and I would be please very, look away from that. I, I would be very surprised to see Kelly Guy get pinned in a half Nelson again. Bradley's also got the more recent loss. I don't know. I just I think Nelson's. I mean, it doesn't matter. It, I mean, it's a toss up. I mean, it definitely puts Bradley in, in a better spot. In puts the bracket, him in a great, in my great spot. Um, but. Again, I don't think that I don't think that they got this one. I don't think they got this one wrong. Um, so anyway, I got Nelson. 
I got Nelson. I'm gonna go with McMullen. All right, not oh, that you chose God. two two Northwestern, two Northwestern national champions. I did. What shocker. a shocker! Top five teams. Oh wait, I'm <laughs> sorry. Almost forgot. One sixty-five. One. Now, the best bet that's ever been made are the two bets that we made about this early in the season. When mm-hmm. I, you, I gave you 350 odds that Tyler Caldwell, you wanted Tyler Caldwell to win it, I gave you 350 against it for 100. You did. Then, we also made another bet, like, like almost first, a calendar year ago, the first, the first bet was yeah. $200 straight up. Even money. Will Kyle Dake win his fourth title? Kyle, win, will Kyle Dake win his fourth national title in... The year 2013. Because the stipula- stipulation was that if he tripped and fell... No, the stipulation was he had well, he only has to win four titles. Okay. Well, either way, I still had a good... You gave me even money, basically, on David Taylor. And I took it. So, which did you get for plus 220? <laughs> <laughs> if I could get money on Sportsbook. So, so, I basically got Dake for even money, and he's minus 280? According to Joey Dessa? Which is absurd. Which is absurd. Well, right, right now, I like the bet. But also, you got that now. When this bet was made, anything could have been ha- anything could have happened. Sure. So if David Taylor wins, I come through on both bets. If Caldwell wins, I am I've always liked David Taylor to win not early. I've always always thought David Taylor would win the early matchups, like scuffle in the All Star, and then Dave would win March. Fact I just spoke Dave, to both of them, and it changed my per- perception a little bit. Change your whole perspective. It, sh- it changed perspective. my whole perspective on shit. The Kyle Dake is an animal. That guy he is. Athletic. He might. Not, he's not. He's so flexible. He's not technically skilled like Taylor is. No, not quite that. That level. He just like, won't let himself lose. His will to win is is beyond Taylor's, and his athleticism is a little beyond Taylor's. I think. Although I tell you what, I mean, I thought that Taylor. I thought they both wrestled the same stupid, boring match the first time. Not that mm-hmm. they're stupid or boring, but that the match ended up being a little boring the first time. But the second time, I thought Taylor Taylor way out wrestled him. And yeah. just be having like a circumstantial, like this guy just doesn't want to lose kind of situation. If that trend continues, David Taylor with three. You know, he's not going to take him down. He can't take him down. No, not. I don't think either guy gets to take down in the in this match either. I think it's going to start uh, very similar to the way it started last time. If someone does, hits, I think it's that Dave, low shot to an outside single. Think, it's going to be this incredible scramble. Place going to go crazy. ESPN's ratings are going to go through the roof. I think you're going to see. Syracuse I think you're going to see a takedown. I think you're going to see a takedown. I think you're going to see several takedowns. I would bet against takedown. I would say the takedown over under is 0.5. I'll at take what, the under. Even money? You're going to go even money? I'll, I'll take, take that. I'll take the over. I'll take... Right. How much? We're shaking hands. We can't see this. <laughs> How much? Uh, what, what would you like to do? 100? Sure. Okay. $100. $100. That's $100 that Brian Muir just booked out twice on takedowns. No takedowns. This is the easiest money I've ever made. Well, you I think mean, you given, think you can win a national title? Wait, wait, given that the last two matches there has watched the last two matches, yeah, there has not been a takedown the last two matches. So I, I think know. if anyone gets takedown, it's Dake right off the bat. I think he comes out fired up, and maybe, maybe he blast doubles him again. Maybe he scores. I think if he doesn't get it early, he's I, not I, getting it late. I think I think we're I think where we just picked up edge on this fully is. I'm really hoping for a situation where one of them's down on yes. down on riding time in a one-one yes. match in the third period, takes a shitty shot with six seconds left. Yeah, and uh, you neither see, of those you guys know, take shitty shots. Yeah, when they're down by when they're down by a point in the national final. I'm going to throw a caveat in there that it has to be a Dave Taylor matchup in the final. Well, of course, yeah. Yeah. So Dave can't be wrestling like no, no, no that's yeah. fine. Right. I think um, that's the issue that we also just bypassed the whole wall. You know, if this guy wrestles okay, then it's we just went right by that to like <laughs> making bets on takedowns in the finals. Uh, yeah, 
I don't see it happening. Are, are we gonna Are we gonna talk about who's gonna win the match? Who you got? Uh, yeah. I guess, why am I keep pushing you out of this? Um, I'm not. I, there's no reason to even talk about this. There's. It's been, it's been so much been said. It's been It's been talked to death. There's. But it is like our Tim Tebow. Like for for you wrestling? gotta pick a side. You gotta pick a side. Pick, make a stand, boy. I got Kyle Dake. Will. I got Kyle Dake in March to win it. I'll just keep the whole Homer thing, and I'll pick Nick Salzer to <laughs> surprise everybody from the eight seed. I don't really want to pick a winner between between Dake and Taylor. So you have to. You got to pick a side. I'm picking Nick Salzer to win it. I'm going to pick David Taylor. David Taylor I'm on record. David Taylor. Yeah. Wow. I just think that. I just think that you could have got him for plus two eighty about an hour I, ago. I, yeah, that doesn't bother me. I, I think he's just gonna. I think he's just. It should bother you. <laughs> it should bother you. I can't get money on sportsbook. I can't. What are you supposed to do? I can't do anything. I, I think Taylor's. I think Taylor's yet. the winner. And I think he's. I think it's going to be a depressing moment for. I think Dake does have a. Ch- they both have a chance to have really tough matchups in the semis. No, I don't want to see any upsets before the. I, I don't want to see anything. Because no, I think wrestling needs. This this big moment, and I think even having a fourth championship would be sweet. Maybe they'll have pyrotechnics. I don't know. <laughs> they both come in out of the out of like the rafters. <laughs> they zip let's line. Uh, in. Let's 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 not forget that this tournament is being hosted in Des Moines, Iowa. I don't Des Moines. Those Des Moines. Des Moines. <laughs> Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Moines. Do you think that? I don't think that they have that. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this because we just talked about it before the podcast. They are applying. We just saw this big article about Andy Hamilton, who's a fantastic journalist. He just wrote an article about how Des Moines is really appealing to get the national championships back. Now, we haven't been to Des Moines. You're mm-hmm. going to be in Vegas, Brian, but Will and I are going to go. We're talking about going to Des Moines. It's going to be 21 degrees. We have to walk three blocks where we can drive and park. There's fewer seats than any other stadium that they've been in the last three years, which means less revenue because it means less seats sold, but it also means fewer. Um, it also means fewer merchandise sales but and everything else. Say, so what? So what is the upside? Like, why would we have it in Des Moines? We know that people are going to go to Philadelphia, which is 90 minutes from New York City, the media right. capital of the world. So oh, why not, not have not, like not to mention accessibility of getting. We can't fly. Where, where's Chicago? Pretty, I would love to get on pretty, like Philadelphia. You you've got Philadelphia Airport. You got the it's a hub. Newark. It's a U.S. Air hub. Yeah, you've got yeah, the you New Atlanta Newark. You fly in you uh, fly Atlantic in, City. Yeah, yeah you, you can fly. You in can drive all from the East Coast yeah. Eastern Seaboard. I mean, you you have so many airports well, within a two mile drive. I mean, you talk about Des Moines. There, it's not easy to fly in and out of there. It is not easy to drive there. If it was an issue of of getting, it's like you're going to Oz. If it was an issue of selling it out, then I could see it being in Iowa. Because you know but that's that when they made the Iowa. initial decision to have it in Iowa. They right. made that decision. But now it makes no sense before the, there. Before the now first you know out. you can sell out four thousand more seats in Philly. But remember, there's four thousand. The way that we measure it isn't just four thousand seats. It's four thousand seats per round. Right. So that's a big deal. I that's mean, what I'm saying. If you know you can sell it's 4, out, seats, I think venue. it's like two thousand seats per round. But at the yeah. same time, there's three thousand seats. But like. That adds up to a ton of money. Why not, the, Chicago? The average, Why not Chicago? The average cost on, on StubHub right now for a ticket, 540 bucks. Oh, not to mention you have on on Craigslist, on StubHub, you have people putting up, you know, the box the box seat tickets on there. I mean, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 yeah. for, for the weekend just to be able to, you know, have an area not, where you not can everybody drink, some has, booze, uh, drink some booze during the, during the matches. Not everyone has Joey Bag of Donuts sweet hookup. 
of Philly. I just, I just think if they can keep it on the East Coast, if they can keep it near population centers, whether it's Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, I think New York's probably just a little too far. I think Chicago would be great. Chicago would be excellent, yeah. Uh, keep it on the north side. <laughs> no, we're going south side. We're going uh, Chicago, Chicago State We're going University. Chicago State University. Everybody yeah. agree? 6,000 seats. Pretty good chance you're going to get shot somewhere. 50-50. Well, it's the winner. It's going to be a great tournament. It's going to be a great tournament. I think one of the things that we've seen, though, right now is, in the last four years, there's not a need to have this in... The Midwest. Not in the Midwest, but in a permanent location. Like, there's really no... I know, that's true, too. No, I think that's one of the exciting things that it kind of I mean, I, I really think... I mean, I, I would like to see it set up maybe where why? it's... Why? Because it's exciting to go different places. It's okay, that's fun. that's cute and all. I'm glad you yeah, like wore the score pants on, but year. do you understand what that costs us? Because every time you reestablish a bid, what you do is you lose repeat customers. If you have it in one place, they know where to book their hotel. They can book their hotel years in advance. They can if book got, their hotel. If they got, know what they know what restaurants they like. They look forward to going to the restaurants they establish. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't do it in Omaha every year for baseball unless it was a huge money getter. And what else they can do is when they say to somebody, pitch us on the idea of four years instead of one. But when you do, remember that you have to give us more concessions. So all of a sudden, the cost of the NCAA going to that town is significantly reduced per year, which means they earn more profit. When they earn more profit, maybe it doesn't get distributed. It doesn't mean as much as the billions of dollars in basketball, but it means the NCAA is willing to protect that investment. And that's what we need to do is get the NCAA involved in creating a better better event and to keep promoting the sport. You know, And that's, that's really where you need to make your inroads. And I personally don't want to have to inspect or go – I don't want to find out that that restaurant we went to in Des Moines two days from now or we're going to go to in two days, ha- they have sh- terrible chicken wings. I'd rather just know that this place in Philly has got a great bar. This place has got a – you know, whatever. All the guys are going to go to this bar, so if we can avoid that, we can go I mean, to this one. For God's sakes, we're going to watch the wrestling. I mean – Are we? Yeah. Are we in some ways going to go – it's it's kind of like our – it's, our, it's, not, it's kind of our big reunion. Yeah, but I'm not I'm – yeah, I'm certainly not going to Des Moines to worry about if I can find a nice restaurant or a nice bar. I mean, the whole point of this weekend is it doesn't matter where it is. Yeah. You find a way to make it work. You're with, you know, the only other group of people that's really as stupid and crazy as you are. And you get to enjoy, you know, the biggest wrestling tournament of the year. And, I mean, I think that goes for, you know, international competitions as well. I mean, being in London to watch the Olympics this summer, it was great. I don't know that it was that much better than an NCAA championship. I mean, but where? Uh, no, but, okay, watching so, the actual like being at the tournament. Right, but okay, no, and that's fine. But don't you don't you also think that we could we could be in a situation where like I went to Omaha a couple years ago, it was 2010, right? 2010, 2011 was San Louis. 2012 was or 2011 was Philadelphia. 12 was San Louis. Yeah. 2010, I went to Omaha I was by myself. Yeah, I mean, and I went. Omaha. Yeah, well, I was. I, went, I showed up by myself, and I, I, you do a, like a Yelp or a Google search, and there's like best burger in America. You go to this great place. I'm not saying Des Moines doesn't have any of that, but what my concern is, having not gone, is literally food. Like the, these things. Remember Oklahoma City in 2007? You, you or 2006? Sure. You got out, and everything was closed. You couldn't grab a beer. You couldn't grab food. You couldn't get around. And now yeah, all of a sudden, I think you keep it a major metropolitan. Major metropolitan area. 
sure. But I think you switch but it up as well. I think you can. I think you can have a move around. I wouldn't mind seeing it set up where it's you know two year, in a two year, a two year series or a three year series. But I think to try to create a a permanent location, I, I think we've proven that it's not necessary that it's going to sell out wherever it is. But here's what you can do: two years in, if you do back to back years, and you know there's going to be four years, the NCAA can instantly find out. They can do, they do fan surveys and stuff. They can find out if that four year they're going to do semi permanent. They're not going to do forever. They're right. going to do a four year bid, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a semi permanent location. It'll never be permanent. But two years in, they're going to find out how much people like or dislike it, and that's what's good. But if you keep changing it every well, year, you don't, you don't it, give semi permanent locations an option. How, give them a chance. how many years in a row was it in St. Louis? Two, and then it changed, and then it came down two more. Right, because it was two thousand. There, there was there was a stretch where it was like St. Louis, St. Louis, Kansas City, St. Louis, or St. no, it was Albany. It was Kansas City. Was it was Kansas City, Albany, St. Louis, St. Louis, Oklahoma City, St. Louis, Philly, Philly, something like that. Missing a couple in there. No, Albany was way back. Albany, Albany was, was two thousand two. So I said I, I'm just going from two thousand two. Albany, Kansas City. St. Louis, St. Louis, Oklahoma City, it was 2006, 2007, I don't know, 2008, I don't know, 2009, I don't 2007 know. 2007 was Detroit? Oh yeah, 2008 was, 2008 was Detroit. The worst 2007. That was their worst one. 2008 in Ann Arbor was their worst one, and that's why they made it for Des Moines in 2009. They made the decision to go to Des Moines this year because they couldn't, they didn't do a very good job of selling out Ann Arbor. But who the hell, who the heck... Who the heck wants to go to Detroit? Detroit. <laughs> no, but call it. I mean, this is a city of three million people is on a seven hundred thousand. New Orleans. Why not New Orleans? Because that would end marriages. Penn State. The one year was actually a lot of fun. They stay. And that's not a major they moved it, But they moved, throw it on a college campus, like a major college campus. They moved it off college campuses now. For good. Yeah. They want college affiliations, but off of campuses. Because they don't want to deal with the infrastructure of the campus. They don't mm-hmm. want to deal with. Anything. It's uh, it's too expensive. Philly was good. The, the one problem about Philly was getting to and from the venue. Mm-hmm. It wasn't they all had, that. They had the trains there. They had public transportation. I thought Philly was very good for that. It was a little. I bit think we were all scared that about, think, about, about Midwesterners coming to who hadn't maybe been around a major metropolitan area, but they did a great job. I think that's why DC would be incredible. DC would be great because you could walk, pretty much walk to everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. It's not a terrible time of the year. I mean, it could be warm. It could be cold, but. We're going to make that argument. You can talk about Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's got safety issues. Atlanta's also not as public transportation friendly, and it's got safety issues. As long as it's not Pittsburgh. As long as it's not Pittsburgh. (laughs) Top five teams? Uh, Penn State, Minnesota, Oklahoma State, Iowa, Missouri. William? I like that lineup. Um... I kind of hope Penn State loses, but I just it used to be a lot. Yeah, well, that's that's the problem with that. With Matt Brown, with well, hope. yeah, Matt Brown losing first round. Uh, Matt Brown can't do anything. Both Altons have to kind tank. of go tank. You need, you need Megalus to lose. None the of their none of like thirty three forty one. They can't get anything. I mean, they they do have some tough draws. I mean, they have a tough draw at heavyweight. Taylor's got to lose. Um, Ohio State. I mean, put up uh, a decent tournament. Uh, Ohio State doesn't have. I mean, they're not going to win it, but if they, they if they put together two champs. But I don't know what other. I don't know that they have other than the the Stevers. I mean, you've got Trigus with an outch shot at placing at at twenty five. 
Heflin at 74, but at that weight class... But I don't think they have manpower this year to place top five. I, I don't think they do either. Top four. I mean, I, th- yeah. I think... I mean, I think they're. I think you're going to see. I think Logan Stever could leave this tournament as the highest point scorer, uh, highest team point scorer. Um, I think all decisions. Stever, he's going to pin some people. Okay. Let's. Uh, I'm going to give you my five real quick. It's going to be Iowa. Iowa win. I, I'm sorry. God, why did I say Iowa when I looked at you? Penn State is going to win. Penn State number oh, two. Bad. Number two. Oklahoma State, number three, Minnesota, number four, Missouri, number five, Iowa. I think Iowa... I, you know what? I'm going to switch my... I'm going to say somehow Iowa, Iowa second. I think Iowa somehow is just... In, even in their home, even with some great... Ma- I mean, I guess with all the champs I have from Iowa, I should, I should move on. <laughs> they should <laughs> move them to 1A. <laughs> I think they... I think they're basically in a home crowd. They do well. Brands, I think that's all brands. the reasons... All over them, embarrassed from. I think that's no all the reason that's not no uh, champs at the Big Ten. I'm going to defy the logic that is so apparent, and I'm going to think that this terrible streak that they're on continues. How is that defying logic? He's saying that they're going to do good every year just because they do good every year at the national. No, no, I'm saying they're at in Iowa in Des Moines, Des Moines. They are going to overperform this year, and coming off of a kind of an underperformance at Big Tens. And an underperformance oh, at national duels. I think Absolutely. people just are better oh, finalists. I mean, none of their guys are really supposed to win. In the well, we can keep this all night. Brian, William, thank you for your time. It's been thank a great you. little podcast. Thank you. See everybody in Des Moines. Money, a
But you like a bitch with no ass, you ain't got shit. Motherfucker, I'm ill, not sick. And I'm okay, but my watch sick. Yeah, my drop sick. Yeah, my clock sick. And my not thick. I'm ill. Motherfucker, I'm ill. Yeah. See, they say I'm rapping like Big J and Tupac. I'm Drake 3000. What is Erica Badu at? Who that? Who that said they gon' be Lil Wayne? My name ain't Dick, but I keep that flame. Now, who that wanna do that? Boy, you knew that you that smiler. And I be this shit, now you got loose powers. I don't owe you like two powers. But I would like for you to pay me by the hour. <laughs> And I'd rather be pushing flowers than to be in the pen sharing showers. <laughs> Tony told us this world was ours, and the Bible told us every girl was sour. Don't play in a garden and don't smell her flower. Call me Mr. Carter, Mr. Lawn Mower. Boy, I got so many bitches like I'm Michael Lowry. Even when stuff on, they say she couldn't doubt me. My dog walker, I say life face shit without me. Chrome lips poking out the coop, look like it's pouting. I do what I do. And you do what you can do about it Bitch, I can turn a crack rock into a mountain Damn me, don't you compare me Cause there ain't nobody near me They don't see me, but they hear me They don't feel me, but they feel me I'm ill at C3, 3P 